I'm Tom Schultz, host of Voices of Montana. Thanks for joining us for the podcast today, brought to you by Blackfoot Communications. Does your home qualify for a $70 discount on your internet bill? Blackfoot Communications is proud to partner with the FCC to help ensure that households can afford the broadband necessary for work, school, healthcare, and more. For more information on this federal program and to see if your household qualifies for a discount on your internet service, visit goblackfoot.com ACP. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Kyle Riley filling in for Tom Schultz here on Voices of Montana. Now, on February 19th at the Wilma in Missoula, feature-length documentary Return will premiere during the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival's opening weekend. It's been in production since 2016. The Montana-made feature follows the Special Forces veterans' journey back to Vietnam for the first time since the war, this time retracing his steps with his adult son. The documentary has been nominated for the Big Sky Spirit Award at this year's festival. Return tells the story of retired General uh, Green Beret Jim Markle Sr., who embarks on a healing journey to share his wartime experiences with his son, Jim Markle Jr., treat his post-traumatic stress disorder, and seek out the mountain tribes he once lived with and fought alongside as a Special Forces officer. And at a moment when public se- uh, the public seems critically aware of the vast mental health challenges facing military veterans and their kin, the filmmakers hope return will offer intimate insight into one family's story of trauma and healing. And here in studio to join me this morning to talk more about this, Pete Tolton. Pete, thanks. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Pete, you've been working on this for seven years now? Yeah, we did the, the first interview with uh, Jim Markle Sr., our protagonist, the, uh, the Special Forces veteran uh, who leads our film and our story uh, in the, at the end of 2016. So it's been a long haul. Okay. I imagine you probably had a few bumps along the road with uh, a pandemic the last few years. Yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't helpful. Yeah. Uh, you know, one would think that you, you're presented with uh, a lot of free time and you're going to put it to good use, but uh, it, that's not how it ended up working out. But also, you know, we went into this not really knowing what we were doing. So it took so long in part because we were learning how to make a movie. Sure. And in a way, I'm glad it did, even though it's been a lot of hand wringing and, and difficult times. And and I, I wish it we'd finished it sooner, but I'm glad it took so long because it made us take breaks from the story and return to it with fresh eyes again and again, months apart. And really see what worked and what stuck and what didn't. So how did you come across Mr. Markle's story? Uh, we're friends with Jim Markle Jr. Okay. Uh, did some work with him. Uh, many Montanans uh, and veterans may know him as the uh, founder and owner and CEO of Red Ox, who he runs with his friend Perry Jones. And sure. Jim Markle Sr. and Jim Markle Jr. actually founded Red Ox together. Okay. In the, yeah. Okay. And what was it like for you going over to Vietnam to get this footage to follow their story? It was wild. Um, I hadn't been to that part of the world at all. And it's, uh, it's very foreign and it's, it's, uh, it's a wonderful, vibrant place, fantastic food, um, smells very different from the USA. Sure. You know, there's a lot, a lot of major differences. There's no table salts. There's really only fish sauce. Okay. There's, uh, you know, scooters, galore um you know let's see dense foliage jungles sand dunes uh snakes uh crazy 
frogs. Um, you know, it's just a, what's important, what, what was striking for me was to remove this place as sort of a story block of history as a, as a geopolitical trope as, as something that is, we only, we so often view through the lens of the war that we are involved in. But of course, this is a diverse place full of interesting people, full of complex opinions and positions and, and, you know, not everything there has to do with, with the war. I mean, and so we, we, we dove in on the war vector, of course, and the devastation that was left behind. And, and of course the hopes and dreams that were dashed upon the American, you know, the South Vietnamese and American forces losing the war. And, but we also dove into the culture and got to know people and integrated and made great friends who we couldn't have made this movie without. So, And I think a very large part of this story as well, and correct me if I'm wrong, is Jim Markle Sr., his chance to go back and this is his first time he's been back since the war, correct? When That's correct, back. yeah. But his chance to process through what he's been dealing with with PTSD and getting a chance to go back and maybe find some closure. That was part of the mission. Yeah. yeah. You know, there PTSD is, um, I don't want to characterize Jim senior's experience for him. Sure. We, we try in the movie, but you know, a lot of open loops, unanswered questions, burdens carried weight over decades. And it seems to me that right when he stepped off the airplane, we were, we felt confirmed that this was indeed a healing journey and him, you know, just being there was very impactful, but also him seeking out, um, his, uh, his abandoned comrades in the, in the mountain yards, in the, in the Benar people. Um, we were able to get, uh, very close to the place, to the village that he lived in and, uh, and near to the people that he served with. So we're talking with Pete Tolton, the director of the film Return, which is going to be premiering at the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival on Sunday, February 19th at the Wilma in Missoula. It is up for the Big Sky Spirit Award. Congratulations on that. Thank you. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> How long is the film? Feature length, about 90 minutes. 90 minutes. Okay. And so you started the conversations back in 16. When did you actually go over to Vietnam? Spring of 2018, Spring month, of 20. basically the month of March. Okay, so you're over there three plus weeks. Yes, as a foursome, as a, I haven't mentioned my filmmaking partner Stan Parker here yet, but you know Stan and I are Stan and I are a, a duo on this and and wear almost all the hats. So that Stan and I and and the gyms, as we okay. call them, went over as a foursome for for three weeks, and then the gyms and Stan returned home, and I stayed. Uh, I extended my trip to do some pickup work and shoot some more, stay in the village. And also I collaborated with both our fixer, translator, healer, you know, all around savior, Vin, who's featured uh, quite a bit in the movie and also collaborated with a a talented Vietnamese filmmaker, uh, Guang. So um, yeah, it was, it was really, we really integrated with uh, some Vietnamese people and I couldn't have, hung out there by myself comfortably without them. No doubt about it. You and Stan, and I've known Stan for a number of years now, and I know he's had work uh, previously on Makoshika, yes. the documentary that uh, was talking about the effects of going on in the Bakken back in the mid-2010s. But you guys have an interesting perspective on this because 
your younger generation. You know, mm-hmm. we have Jim Markle Sr.'s generation. Then we have Jim Markle Jr. And then you and Pete are millennials. Pete. Or, uh, sorry, you and Stan. Yes, you are Pete. I'm standing right here with you. But that gave you an opportunity to have maybe a different perspective on things. Yes, it's an it's a careful subject for us because we don't have direct experience with the era, with seeing it come through the tube live, which I know was the experience of millions of Americans. And of course, you know, a more, much more direct non-televised experience for Vietnamese people. But, you know, so we experienced the war through documentaries and people telling us about it. And it's a very removed relationship we had with this thing that means a lot to a lot of people and impacted people's lives deeply. So in approaching it, we wanted to take a great deal of care with making sure that we were representing it fairly. And we didn't feel the need to do a historical or political rehash. There's already fantastic resources abound on those subjects. But what, where we felt an area of scarcity is in these intimate personal stories, what it's like to remember it directly. And so it is an act of direct remembering, of healing and recollection um, of rumination and meditation on Jim Sr.'s part. Um, he was a, a profoundly reflective person, um, while, especially while we were there and in the aftermath. And I think that it, uh, it offered him something that was, would have been impossible without going there. And certainly for me, if it would have remained the stuff of conversations and television and books, uh, I would have had a much more limited conception of it in my life, like, like many of my peers do. And, and another thing I'd like to mention is just the intergenerational story in the film, you know, I mean, Jim Jr. not having a full concept of where his father was, what he was doing, why he was gone so much. You know, what are the, what are the kernels of the, of the fissures in their relationships and some of the hardships personal to Jim Sr. and the hardships that permeated out of Jim Sr. into his family life? Jim Jr. got a lot of answers too. So, you know, I'm a generation below Jim Jr. So it was it was wonderful for me to see that happening between them. And I felt so grateful that I got to experience that too, because it's just a really easy thing to miss and not get, but think you get it because there's so much information out there. Sure. I had a chance to watch the trailer. It was intriguing and I could pick up on that just from watching that. I'm excited to actually get a chance to see the film. We're talking with Pete Tolton, the director of the film return. We'll be back in just a couple minutes here on voices of Montana. Does your home qualify for a $70 discount on your internet bill? Blackfoot Communications is proud to partner with the FCC to help ensure that households can afford the broadband necessary for work, school, healthcare, and more. For more information on this federal program and to see if your household qualifies for a discount on your internet service, visit goblackfoot.com ACP. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Voices of Montana on this Monday, February 6th. We are talking with Pete Tolton, the director of the feature-length documentary Return. It's going to be premiering Sunday, February 19th in Missoula at the Wilma, 5.30 p.m. as a part of the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival. Pete, uh, thank you again for joining us in studio this morning. It's always nice to have somebody sitting right in front of me talking to you. Yeah, thanks for having me. We, we, We briefly touched on it earlier about the fact that Jim Markle senior as a part of this process and him going back to Vietnam, he has dealt with PTSD since his time over there during the war. I'm sure you're hoping that 
his story and his sharing of the story, your sharing of his story will help others with PTSD and dealing with issues of mental health. We hope that it at least sparks the conversation mm-hmm. because my understanding of mental health issues and, you know, I have faced mental health issues myself and it's a little hard to talk about that publicly and I wish it weren't. And, you know, the people can feel stuck. Um, people can feel like their, their issues and stories are, uh, worthy of being embarrassed about or that no one else will understand. And I think that might be particularly true for people whose PTSD is rooted in combat experiences because that is so far from civilian life that how could we possibly get it? You know, we weren't there. You had a chance to actually do a sneak peek of this at the Babcock back in September. And I missed that. I saw the email about it. I wasn't here. I was out flying around. How was that? It was, uh, as my wife and I say, it was big feelings, you know, it was, uh, I was honored and grateful to for the community that we really made this with so much community support. So to see people show up, you know, we had 400 some people come and that was fantastic. And both the gyms joined us on stage following the screening to, for a Q and a, and to see them stand up and be proud of it. You know, we, we, we really tried to keep a, a pretty distinct editorial line and, and not let them have too much say over the movie not as because we enjoy being withholding, but just to keep it somehow pure in that way so that it could always be story driven. So anyway, with them not having had their fingers on the story itself too much, but then to stand up and own it and be proud of something that their faces are all over that they didn't really control the editing of um, was really made me feel great. And yeah, again, the community support we've had to make this is tremendous. I mean, we it's a micro-budget. We have some self-financing, but really it's a lot of donations and sponsorships from people we know, most of whom live here in Billings, um, some grants from around the state, but no big funding, no big national grants. It's really all a, a, a hyper-local effort. And so it felt like a culmination of that and also um, a movie screening that, that I was I was proud of. This is not the first feature film that you and Stan have worked together on. Stan Parker, the producer of Return. What else have you guys worked on together? That's right. Um, I directed Edge of the Plains last year with uh, Big Sky Economic Development that showed at the Babcock as well. And But uh, I think more significantly prior to that, uh, a film Stan and I worked on, Makoshika, um, with our friend Tarek Fuda and directed by our friend Jessica Jane Hart, which is about boom and bust and and homesteading and, uh, and the Bakken oil boom that premiered at big sky doc fest in 2016 and then showed on PBS. And that's a, that's a special project. And I think a through line from Makoshika through um, return, that's something that's really core to our storytelling approach is, is, you know, oil boom and the Vietnam war are hyper politicized issues. I mean, outside of abortion, the death penalty, there's, they're right brimming at the top. And so I think that a lot of responses we've had from people are that they weren't sure how we, what position we had on oil extraction, which of course I have strong feelings about, as does the rest of the team. And of of course I have feelings about the Vietnam War, but we really tried to give it a fair shake. And so that, I learned a lot working on Makoshika, learned a lot from Stan Tarek and Jessica, and um, I'm delighted to carry those lessons through, although I still felt so ignorant going into this, but I'm glad it took us so long and I had time to learn along the way. Pete Tolton, director of Return. 
debuting Sunday, February 19th at the Wilma, 5.30 p.m. as a part of the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival. Thanks for joining us, Pete. Thank you. You're listening to Voices of Montana. You've been listening to Voices of Montana. Comments and opinions heard are those of the host or callers and not necessarily those of this station, sponsors, or Northern News Network. Join us Monday through Friday at 9.06 for Voices of Montana.